Coming live from Florence, South Carolina, USA is our guest tonight. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts, either through the industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. And today we have Jeff Felton, email marketing strategist and copywriter who sells who helps service-based business owners hustle less for leads and build armies of loyal fans. Welcome to the show, Jeff. Thanks, AJ. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Good to have you on the show, Jeff. And we'll be talking about how to get started with email marketing and how people can use those email marketing uh, emails to build super fans for their brand, for their services, whatever they have got to offer. So firstly, Jeff, to understand from a layman's perspective, uh, what is the state of email marketing as of now? Is it alive? Is it dead? It is alive and kicking or is it barely alive? Well, how it's, would you put it? Alive, alive and kicking is a great way to put it. Uh, a lot of people uh, tend to think that it's not, but uh, email marketing has the highest ROI of any marketing channel out there. Um, it differs from social media in that uh, social media, you, you don't own your social media following, you own your email list though. Uh, take example, what's happening with Twitter right now. Um, it's a perfect example of uh, somebody else owns the platform and somebody else owns your audience and they can do whatever they want with it. They can charge you more for it. They can take it away if they want to. But if you have an email list, you own it forever. Um, and like I, like I mentioned, uh, email marketing has the highest ROI. I think some um, some sources say as high as 42x your ROI. So uh, there's a lot of, a lot of potential there. A lot of people want to be uh, reached and communicated with in in the email inbox. Right, right, Jeff. Then why is it that instead of having such a high uh, return on investment, why is it that email marketing is talked about but not in the same league as other marketing tools is it is it like uh there is some bias against it or is it like it's some big secret which people don't want to share with anybody else i think there are a few reasons uh the first i think is that i think people do have a little bit of a bias to it because especially from a service-based uh, business perspective, a lot of people, when they think email marketing, they think e-commerce and they think the constant barrage of sales emails that they get and buy my product. And, you know, a lot of people get annoyed with those kinds of things, but email marketing for service-based business owners looks a little bit different. Uh, it, it looks a little bit more like a lot more like providing value and being helpful and continuing conversations. All of those things are very human very human things, very things that we do in uh, normal human relationships. And so that's really, you know, kind of how I try to counter that objection to email marketing. The other side of that is I think people just don't really know where to start. I think that especially from a service-based uh, perspective, a lot of the email marketing content out on the internet now serves e-commerce brands. Uh, and so a lot of service-based business owners like coaches or consultants, um, freelancers, other service providers just don't really know how to do email marketing. Uh, and, and they also, they're, they're busy growing their own businesses and doing client work that they don't have the time to, to really learn how to do it well. So um, 
So I think those are really kind of the biggest roadblocks for, for people in getting started. Right, Jeff. And that is why how to get started with you. You are the man for the day. You are the master for today. And we will learn from you how to get started with email marketing, marketing, especially, you know, because you are an email marketer for service based business owners. So and, and with the great resignation, a lot of people are getting into, you know, service and they're using their skills to reach out to make clients to you know to reach out to potential clients and build a build a uh, life for themselves and india is a big country india has got so many service providers small businesses consultants and you know freelancers so all those people it will be almost like starting a new life and if email marketing has such a great uh, prospect and it's already proving to be you know around 42 to 43 percent return on investment is there i'm sure a lot of people can benefit from that so let's start from the start itself is that how to get started with email marketing where does a person who is new into business or or into services get started with this email marketing stuff how do they start yeah so you know i think there's a process to really developing a full-blown strategy but honestly what i tell people a lot of times is just get started just send an email just be helpful just answer a question ask a question uh share a blog post share a helpful tip share something useful be useful to your email list help them solve a problem help them achieve something uh so you know really i think people can get into the perfection paralysis mode of wanting to do it just right when really all you need to do is just send something, just just you know send a very simple, very short email, get in front of people, um, and that's you know really the best place to start. Now, when if we are talking about building a full strategy, uh, you know there are two components to a a strategy. There's your automation, uh, which are things like a welcome sequence, uh, maybe an onboarding sequence. Uh, just automated emails that people receive at certain points in the customer journey. The other part of your strategy is a weekly broadcast strategy um, or monthly broadcast strategy. And these are emails that you uh, sit down and uh, type to send out. Uh, and you basically send them out in real time. I, I typed one out and sent it out to my list this morning. It was about uh, 16 different content ideas that uh, um, you could send to your email list right away. So. There's two different prongs, I guess, to a good email strategy, a broadcast, which is real time emails and an automation strategy, which are emails that are triggered based on certain points in the customer journey uh, to really determine how to build this strategy. Uh, I take a, a three part approach. First, we understand who your ideal client is. Uh, then we understand their journey with you. We, we go in depth and we talk about that. And then we actually look at your offer structure because um, in order to sell with email, you have to lead people on a very logical journey, a journey that makes sense to them on the journey that they're actually on, not something that we're guessing, uh, that we're guessing on. So um, we look at those three things to actually create an email marketing strategy, your ideal client profile, their, the customer journey map, and then your ideal offer structure. When you understand all three of those things, uh, it becomes a whole lot easier to actually build 
a strategy. So that's really kind of the, the more compl complex approach. Um, again, I would suggest, you know, if, you, if you're just starting out, if you've never sent an email to your list, just send one, just commit to sending one this week and, and provide a helpful tip, share a blog post that's on your website. Uh, just be of value to your email list. Right, right, Jeff. Now, email list sounds very easy, but if I ask you what is a person's email list, mostly it will con consist of friends, acquaintances, somebody who has written an email to you, you have saved that email or, or it's automatically saved so that, you know, you may need it. It may pop up when you need to uh, write back to them. But when you are writing to customers, potential customers, when you are trying to generate leads out of whatever uh, resources you have got, how do you build that list uh, or cull out from the list that you number of emails that you already have it may not be big in number maybe 20 30 40 50 around that but that is for when somebody is starting out even small businesses they don't tend to be so organized about keeping their emails in order only when they need it they start start looking for the email addresses so how does one look for building up a list and then growing it so that then they can decide about uh, going it for a uh, for a mass emailing as well as then putting some for automation yeah so i'm i'm a content marketer so i you know believe wholeheartedly in content marketing to generate leads for your business and the reality is if you if you create good content and you make the next step of the journey obvious for people or the first step, excuse me, the first step of the journey obvious for people, which is to sign up for the email list. Uh, it will it will bring prospects to your web to your email list. So let me explain a little bit. So most people that are listening are probably familiar with a lead magnet or the, the term lead magnet. And a lead magnet is precisely what the name in, uh, indicates. It, it attracts leads. Uh, it attracts the right kind of people. So when you create a piece of content and call it a lead magnet, it must be something that your ideal prospect or a good lead is interested in, really wants to, to receive. If it's good enough, if it's compelling enough, um, if it's helpful enough, if it gives them a quick win, they will give you their email address for it. They will, they will give you their email address and you will send them the lead magnet for free, okay? This gets them onto your email list. And anybody that gets onto your email list, I believe, is a potential prospect. They are a potential or a potential customer, which is a prospect. So we treat the emails that we send to them as if they're a potential customer, as a prospect. Uh, this does not mean that we sell to them in every email. It means that we, uh, you know, in, in most sales relationships, you know, we're not selling 100% of the time. We're, we're nurturing, we're providing value. Um, and so, so once somebody gets onto your email list um, from a lead magnet, then we begin to nurture process and we treat them as if we would a, a real prospect and we lead them to the point of sale, basically. Uh, and for all of this, I would 100% recommend if you don't have a 
uh, an email provider, an email platform. And I'm not talking about Gmail or Yahoo or AOL. Uh, I mean, or Outlook, I mean, ConvertKit, HubSpot, ActiveCampaign, MailerLite, one of those things, because uh, if, if you if you don't have one of those things or one of those platforms, um, your deliverability uh, is not going to be as good. Uh, your email address might get marked as spam. Um, and, and you can automate mass emails with these platforms. There's so much more you can do with them. Uh, they really make things helpful. So what I'm suggesting here for from an email marketing perspective is not uh, to have a contact book in Gmail or Outlook and mass sending people there. Uh, I'm actually suggesting you have uh, an email list on a platform like, again, like ConvertKit or MailChimp or ActiveCampaign. There's there's dozens of them out there. So I hope that I hope that helps answer your question. Yes, AJ. yes, 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 Jeff. Uh, I'm just thinking where in this whole process of uh, mailing to those prospects to the list, where do you actually talk about, you know, marketing your product or making that first sale? How do you begin that? Because you're always very apprehensive about spamming. And then you also think about how those people, because if they share your email list, it means they have some sort of a relationship with you. Either, you know, it's, it's because of a lead magnet or maybe because they have been a customer of yours before. So that sensitivity has to be taken care of. And that is where, you know, a good and effective email copy comes in. But as an individual, how do you figure that out? Uh, what, how to take care of sensitivities as well as the practical part is to that you need to make a sale or to generate enough leads for yourself. For sure. Yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. And yes, you know, I, you can use marketing emails to sell and you should use marketing emails to sell. Uh, however, I would, I would say that uh, not necessarily in the traditional sense anymore, right? I mean, people are bombarded with thousands of ads every single day. Um, and, and so, you know, I believe and I, you know, kind of operate under the assumption that the more I advertise, the more I sell, the more I'm going to tune people out. So I focus instead on building relationships and nurturing those relationships and then weaving in my offers whenever they're relevant, which sometimes mean making the conversation about the topic that uh, makes my offer relevant, if that makes sense. Um, so, you know, I'll open up a discussion or share some content uh, that will lead to making my offer uh, ex extremely relevant. Here's an example. So let's just pretend that uh, I have a consulting business and I work with um, middle-aged women to help them uh, reach their long lost goals and dreams, right? Like they've, you know, they're middle-aged moms, they've been living at home, pushed their dreams aside for decades and decades. Um, and now they, they really want to start going after their own dreams. And that's, that's my business model, that's what I do. Uh, one of the things that I would I would talk about a lot is to help these women for free in my emails, in my lead magnet, to rediscover what their dreams and goals are, to help them reimagine what those what those dreams are. And then my offer of coaching them to go after those dreams makes perfect sense. It's a it's a no brainer. 
Uh, and so then in my emails, as I'm helping them rediscover their long lost goals and dreams, I can, I can position my offer as a no brainer, logical next step for them. And so that's how I would use email to, to sell is to position my business and my products and my services, uh, as a very logical step, uh, not just you know, sending an email, Hey, buy my stuff because it's good. And it's mm -hmm. going to help you. That's, that's just not going to work. Right. People are too smart for that these days. So you have to get really logical with it. You have to anticipate the, the journey that they're on. You have to do more than just selling. You have to weave the selling offers in very naturally into the conversation and make them relevant to, uh, where this person is at. Um, and, and typically, you know, if you understand your ideal buyers enough, this is why, you know, this is a foundational part of my work. If you understand your buyers enough, you'll, you'll know where they're at in the journey and you'll have an entire list of people who are in, a, in relatively similar places. That's the goal. And that way your message is, uh, is finely tuned for these specific people. Uh, it's the right message for the right people at the right time. Okay. Okay, and, and email marketing is not too intrusive. Uh, it all depends on the other person when they want to open up that email. If they don't want to open up, they, they don't. If they want to open up, uh, they, they can always do that. Uh, it's, it's always better than other forms of marketing. For sure. You, you know, and, and if somebody, this is why lead magnets are also powerful again, because if somebody opted in to give you their email address, then they're okay with receiving emails from you more than likely, you know, if they wouldn't have right. given you their email address at this point in the, in, in content marketing, people know that when they sign up for, you know, uh, a free PDF or a guide or a checklist that they're going to get some emails from you and that's okay. Um, you know, so I, and I always try to operate with honesty and transparency. So in the first email that people get from me, I, you know, say right out of the gate, Here's what you can expect. I will email you a couple of times a week. Uh, it'll be helpful content mixed in with a few relevant offers. If you don't want to get these emails, feel free to subscribe, unsubscribe at any time. No hard feelings. Uh, because I unsubscribe from people's lists. And it doesn't mean that I don't like them. It just means I don't want to receive their emails. Um, and I'm not a good fit for them anyway. So, um, yeah, honesty, genuineness. We're not trying to, you know, spam people. Um, we only want to send emails to people that we have consent to send their email for to. Right. Is there a, can we build up a funnel in the email list or is it a, a, a different thing and to be talked about at some, uh, at another place or another time, or is it, is email marketing the right place for it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, if we think about your, the, the structure of a funnel, the top of your funnel would be, uh, brand awareness kinds of things like a podcast, like social media, those are brand awareness kinds of things. We're not really going to sell people there, but those are those top of funnel places are, are where people, uh, recognize your thought leadership, where they see, you know, AJ and they say, wow, this guy has some really great thoughts on XYZ. Uh, I think I'd like to get more information from him. So they sign, they download your lead magnet or sign up for your email list. They're curious, right? Uh, so they, they get on your email list and they move directly into your welcome sequence, which to me is at the very beginning of our email relationship. They don't, they hear you on social media or podcast. They opt into your email list. 
they go on they go on to your email list and they receive a welcome sequence where we do an initial uh, nurturing and and bit of selling to move people towards uh, our products or services, if nothing else, to make them aware of our products and services um, and how we can help them reach their goals or solve their problems. So uh, yes, that is one way to, to uh, build a funnel with email marketing, uh, that welcome sequence and lead magnet. Um, it's a very, very common way and it's still very, very effective. Um, there are a lot of other funnels that you can you can create. So you can create launch funnels uh, when you get ready to launch a new product or business or uh, service. Um, so that you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can leverage email for um, funnels. Okay, okay. You talk about welcome sequence. What exactly is that, uh, Jeff? And how can one start and welcome his uh, potential clients the best way possible? How does that work? Yeah. So if we think about, we go back to the idea of a lead magnet, right? When somebody downloads your lead magnet and opts in to your email list, we have to remember that probably 15 minutes prior, they didn't know you existed, right? Okay. And so in the same way as a normal human relationship, if I just meet you for the first time, you're not going to really sell me right off the bat. You're not going to um, try to convince me that you're the best or that you know your product or service is gonna solve all my problems right off the bat, right? There's a normal period of introduction and, and kind of getting to know each other. Uh, and, and there's a lot of trust that has to be built before somebody who hasn't heard of you before is willing to open up their wallet and spend money with you. So a welcome sequence is that first impression when somebody downloads your lead magnet uh, and, and starts receiving emails from you. It, it's that first impression. So making a good, you know, solid first impression. Um, it's driving engagement uh, with with new subscribers, getting them to interact with you again, just like a normal human relationship. It, it, the welcome sequence focuses a lot on building trust um, and then nurturing people into a sale. Uh, maybe even a few sales tactics like overcoming objections. Um, but ultimately, a welcome sequence is a series of maybe five to 10 emails that somebody receives automatically when they download your lead magnet or enter into your email list. So again, if somebody downloads your lead magnet, they opt in uh, immediately, your email provider, ConvertKit, MailChimp, whatever, uh, will automatically trigger that these five to 10 emails will be sent out over the next, you know, five days, two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. Uh, and, and again, that those five to 10 emails are that process of introduction, building trust, selling, all the all those kinds of things. Does that make sense? Yes, yes, perfectly. I think it has given a good idea about how one can get started, how they can build a funnel, how they can, you know, get to this welcome sequence and you know where they can automate it what are the tools that they can use so that that makes a lot gives a lot of insight and information about this now suppose if you have built up a, a good email marketing list and you have uh, built up a good uh, association with your with your list or all those people and you have built up a good uh, ongoing relationship the other part is that how do you turn them into super fans of your brand how do they do that? How do you transition to that? 
So what is a super fan, right? A super fan is, let me back up, actually. You have super fans and you have uh, passive followers, right? Passive followers consume your content. Uh, they don't really buy your stuff. Uh, they just kind of scroll. They don't, they're not really engaged. Super fans, on the other hand, super fans buy your stuff. They can't wait for the next stuff to come up. They tell everybody about you and your services. Uh, they are your number one advocates. They are, they are your fans. They're bought into your brand. That's what we really want to build. We want to build a tribe of people who are loyal followers, uh, who will follow you till the, the ends of the earth, um, who will, who trust you as a, a thought leader on X, Y, Z, whatever it is that you do. Um, and who tell everyone about you, right? Um, that's, that's what we want to accomplish, uh, more than just having a list. We want to turn those people on your email list from passive followers into people who are highly engaged with your brand. We do that by building trust by prompting engagement. So a lot of, you know, my email marketing strategy is actually asking for replies. I send short emails to people, uh, ask them a question and ask them to reply to me. Um, and you know what? People reply. Uh, a reply is a good indicator. Again, just like a human relationship, a reply is a really good indicator that somebody is, is very interested. Uh, somebody is very, is bought into your brand. Um, so again, a lot of, generating super fans is is being helpful earning people's trust and and engaging with them starting conversations that's how you create a a following of super fans right right jeff and those people who want to engage with you want to uh, get your services through it's a global world it's a everything can be done online and there's so much uh, power of automation so how do they get in touch with you what can they expect from you and what is the best way to connect with you? Yeah, you can follow. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, I tweet a lot. It's really helpful. Um, if you don't have Twitter, you're gonna want you're gonna want to join Twitter just to follow me because I, I tweet a lot of helpful content about email marketing. Uh, you can find me at www.contentremedy.co. Uh, I've got a lot of helpful resources on there: some freebies, uh, a masterclass on writing your own welcome sequence. Uh, you could get in touch with me via email at jeff at contentremedy.co. Um, but yeah, either any way you, you'd like to connect, I'm happy to connect and we can we can talk about email. Right, Jeff. Right. So now my last question to you, Jeff, is to understand this landscape. People who think that email marketing is dead or almost dead or barely alive, and in the present atmosphere, the way uh, people are looking at social media, especially happenings at Twitter changes. So nobody knows what way this all thing is going to pan out. Even on Instagram and Facebook, people have their own views. But then there is a general sense that these are not uh, changes can happen in these places. And you will have to be prepared for that because you are only there as a visitor there is nothing permanent you can't take out anything with you like an email list that you have developed so how do you want to what do you want to tell the people who even till now believe that email marketing may not be the best tool 
vis-a-vis people who are putting so much of thrust on social media still irrespective of whatever the trust fact deficit or the happenings at the moment so it's very difficult figure how do you look at it going forward i think it's going to be even even more relevant look social media is rented real estate if you have a twitter following elon musk owns your twitter twitter following and i you know i don't have a problem with elon i love twitter but i also operate with the understanding that uh somebody else owns that following my goal is to get them on an email list where i will own that list forever right and i can i can communicate with them forever i can you know and the reason i say you own it forever is because if you ever build a list and decide to uh to leave the email platform you can download your email list onto a spreadsheet and have it take it with you forever right uh, but but social media is rented real estate. Uh, and I think I saw another statistic that maybe it was 96 or 98% of people prefer to be communicated with via the inbox. Uh, so it, it's, you know, you're meeting people with where they want to be met uh, when it comes to, to selling. How often do you uh, scroll through social media and see people selling stuff that you, you get ads and you just scroll right on by? or you just don't, you know, don't want to see it. You roll your eyes because, oh, another ad, good grief. How many of these am I going to get? Um, email is the place where people like to communicate. It's where they're going anyway. You know, quite often people are going to social media to mindlessly scroll or to be entertained. Uh, but the inbox is where people uh, really like to communicate with other people, uh, to, to build relationships and to talk about uh, you know, business or um, to, to really be, to be sold to. So uh, yes, 100%, I believe that email marketing is going to be even more relevant in, in the coming years as social media, the social media landscape continues to change. So if, if you're banking on uh, that following on rented real estate, uh, I would I would offer some concern to you that um, things could always could always change there. So um, start building your email list soon. Great, great. On this note, it's a wrap on this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live. Thank you so much, Jeff, for joining us on this show. AJ, thank you so much for having me.